Hi, I'm Olesa Pindak, MindBodyGreen's Chief Content Officer. Today's podcast is from our Destination Wellness event with our partner, Weston Hotels and Resorts. We traveled to the Weston, Sarasota, and Florida for a morning of movement, healthy breakfast, and wellness inspiration. We had inspiring discussions that were too good not to share, so we're broadcasting them here on the Mind Body Green podcast. Today, I'm excited to introduce three guests from our panel Whitney English, a registered dietitian and certified personal trainer, Rebecca Kennedy, a New York City based fitness expert and celebrity trainer, and Max Lugavere, author of the New York Times best selling book, Genius Foods. You'll hear them explain what healthy travel really means and how they navigate new cities without compromising their own routines. From the best ways to navigate meals on the go to the one thing we should never travel without, you won't want to miss the expert advice from these three unique panelists. Max, Rebecca, Whitney, thank you so much for being here. Um, This is an awesome panel, and we have among us some very well-seasoned travel pros. Um, Just in the last year, I think you guys have said that you've traveled to, let's see, Helsinki, Colombia, Cape Town, Brazil, Switzerland. Um, So we have, you know, we have some good experience up here. So let's talk about um, travel, and let's start out with routines. So we all know that routines are so essential to our well-being, we want to keep those when we're on the road. We also want to take the opportunity to expand out of our routines and um, come up with some new ideas. So let's um, let's start out, Rebecca. If we can start with you, can you talk to us about how you maintain healthy routines when it comes to movement when you're on the road? Yeah, um, I. You guys can tell after stretching with me today. I love, love, love. It doesn't matter where I am. I love to get moving. Um, so it definitely starts off before I travel. Uh, if you have an not super early in the morning flight. I try to get my workout in like right before I go. So just to knock it out of the way. And then you start to feel a little bit better. Um, and then the first thing I do, and this is like a really fun tip, whenever I land, no matter where I am in the world, um, I drop my bags, I check in. If I can get early check in, it's cool. But I then just in my carry on will always keep either a pair of like running sneakers and workout gear or I'll wear it on my flight so that I can just go out and either go for a run or a walk. And then I find my coffee place I'm going to go to in the morning. I find a restaurant that I make a reservation at. I get to see the sights. I actually just start to feel a little bit better when you get the blood flowing after you've been sitting for a while. So that's like number one thing I do. It's a non-negotiable for me. So no matter who I'm traveling with, if we go away, I'm I'm going with or without you. I'm getting I'm, I'm going. So like actually it was cool yesterday when I arrived. I um I went to the Did you guys know there's run concierges here at every Weston? Right? So cool. Um so he asked me he's like, "Do you want to go on a short run or a long run?" I said, oh, "I love I love options. I kind of want to go for a short run." So he gave me a map, showed me exactly where to go. Naturally, I got lost on my own. Um but it was really cool because I like that they don't have to like I don't have to put it on myself to come up with where I'm gonna go they were actually really um, helpful gave me a map and everything I just need to be better at reading maps so yeah it was really fun so that's my my favorite way to stay one of my favorite ways to stay uh, with my routine when I travel and Whitney how about when it comes to food and meal times and sticking with those routines but then also experimenting a little bit outside of them yeah, so we, we talked a little bit about this with family meals, but um, as far as meal times go, research is really beginning to show that when you eat might be as important as what you eat. So some studies they've done in intermittent fasting have shown that 
many of the benefits experienced by intermittent fasting are negated when all of the meals are eaten later in the day. So if you fast in the morning and eat later in the day. And um, basically, that means that our food is really tied to our circadian rhythm. So when we travel, our circadian rhythm is already completely out of whack. Now our metabolism, which runs on a circadian clock of its own, is out of whack as well. And that's called metabolic jet, jet lag. So I recommend really trying when you get somewhere to immediately sync up your system with, with the new time zone that you're in. And that means trying to regulate those meal times with the proper meal times of the city. So I was coming from LA to New York last night and I got in and it was probably like 10 or 11 o'clock clock at night, um, but it was dinner time back in LA. And most people would probably come in and have a big, a big meal because you're hungry and you want something something dense. But really what we're, what we're learning, especially if you want to try to get in sync with, with your new time zone so that you're feeling your best, is that you, you don't want to be eating out of out of sync with the time so um having a light snack and then and then trying to stop eating about two to three hours before bed is is the ideal thing to do or if it's the morning morning time then you're going to want to have a little snack too even if you if it isn't the normal time that you'd be eating back home um so yeah sticking to sticking to those meal times but then again trying to align them with um the, the circadian clock of your new time zone and you mentioned inter intermittent fasting. Yeah. So if you are doing that, how do you um, do that when you're traveling? Like, do you recommend keeping up on whatever your regular routine is at home? Or is it better to kind of shift that a little bit? Yeah, I, I think so. Um, and, and take that with a grain of salt, because I do I do think that you should um, enjoy yourself and not to be, be too strict about routines where you go. Um, I recommend what I call common sense fasting. And that really means just trying to put a, a good window between your dinner and your breakfast. And that's something easily that you can do when you travel as well. Um, so you don't have to be extremely militant about it but but trying to to generally st stick with your routine is, is a good idea Great. and max how about you what do you think are the most important healthy routines to keep up i, lo I love the common sense uh, approach so when i arrived last night i actually did eat and it was about like 10 30 because i figured i'm not here for that long that you know, it's not that I'm, I'm trying to get my body to acclimate to East Coast time, like I'm going back, and I decided to eat dinner at 10.30 here because it's like my normal dinner time. So I didn't want to actually screw that up too much. And then I woke up this morning and I ate something because I, like, I worked out. So yeah, I love this common sense approach, and I think it, it's very context-dependent. For example, when I was in Helsinki, I was there for a, a longer period of time. And so I knew that I, wa I actually wanted my body to acclimate. Otherwise, I was going to be miserable and I wasn't going to be able to perform you know, because I was there to keynote a, a speech. And so I actually um, did things where uh, they were not necessarily things that I would do in my normal LA routine, but I felt that they were helping me better, like, you know, accelerate that adaptation to the new time zone. So, for example, I ate first thing in the morning. Now, normally I don't eat first thing in the morning. I'll push it an hour or two after I wake up. But when you eat, it's food is actually... Uh, you know, one of the primary sort of time setters that your body uses to know what time of day it is. Um, and our bodies are meant to be metabolizing energy and digesting food in the day. So I was starting to wake up every day in Helsinki and I was like, 
I definitely was jet lagged. So I was waking up very early in the morning. I was like waking up at 5 a.m. every day and I couldn't back to get back to sleep. And the sun was still, I mean, those Scandinavian countries, the sun's still, it's still dark for five hours after that. So what I did was I woke up and I hit the hotel breakfast and I thought that in doing so, that was going to get my body sort of like, that was going to prime my body for activity because the light wasn't yet out. But I was like, all right, well, I've got food. Food can like help set the clock. Um, another thing that it becomes really important uh, when traveling is exercise. So exercise, again, it's another sort of time setter. The primary time setter that your body uses is light. So whenever you travel, you want to make sure that you're in the morning, um, you're getting out into the sun. I did that first thing in the morning. I woke up, I went up to the roof, and I, for a half an hour, was just there, probably looking like a weirdo gazing out into the, into the marina over here. But... <laughs> I mean, it, it probably seemed like it, I was having a meditative moment if anybody were to like walk by and observe me. But no, I was just trying to get some good light in through my eyes because I was in thin metal tubes all day or airports under fluorescent light. So for 36 hours, it was like the first time that I was getting like real light. And I can't even tell you how good it felt. Um, you know, it's, it's like light can be nature's caffeine in a way. Like your body, it just like energizes you in such a powerful way. So... Those are, the, those are all aspects of my routine that I, that I would say become more important when I'm traveling. It's, it's eating well, uh, getting a healthy dose of light in the morning and through my eyes and exercise. Well, as we talked about, you guys are all travel pros in your own right. So I'm so curious, what is the um, one thing that you never travel without? Um, maybe we can start out with you, Whitney. Sure. Um, the one thing I never travel without seeds. I get really weird looks from TSA <laughs> workers when I come through with my little bag, travel bag of seeds. I take chia, hemp, and flax with me everywhere I go. And that's for a couple of reasons. Number one is that they are an easy protein and fat source that I can add to any meal to make it a little bit more balanced of a meal. I can throw it in my oatmeal. I can throw it in a smoothie. You can sprinkle it on a salad. But secondly, specifically flax and chia are really good for digestion. And I know a a lot of people's digestion, mine included, can get easily thrown out of whack when you travel. So uh, have you ever put a chia seed in water and seen like the gel that comes out? Yeah, so that's soluble fiber. And that's basically what's happening in your digestive system when you eat seeds like chia seeds. And that soluble fiber, um, it has a number of health benefits. It's a uh, healthy food for your gut bacteria, um, helping to produce all kinds of molecules that influence everything from hunger to brain functioning. Um, but then that soluble fiber can also help prolong your satiety after a meal. And then it can also help to improve your digestion. So hoping, hopefully preventing some of those travel-related woes like bloating or feeling plugged up for a better word, <laughs> lack of a better word. <laughs> yeah, seeds. <laughs> Such an easy tip, cool. Uh, Rebecca, how about you? I have a goodie bag. And I, I don't just not travel with it anywhere. I keep it in my bag 24-7, so it's in the hall right now. I should have brought it out here. But in that goodie bag is, um, it's this thing called a peanut. I named it that. It's a little wooden um, trigger point tool. It looks like if you took two tennis balls and taped them together. Um, but because it's wooden, it can really help get into the muscles without collapsing. So I keep a lacrosse ball, my peanut, and then a couple little mini bands in there. It's a workout wherever I need to go without a gym, right? So it's great if your hotel has a gym, this one does 24 seven, but there's a plenty of places that I travel to 
that I just need to figure things out on my own in my own hotel room or in the airport, wherever I am. It's really, really helpful just to feel good. You know this feeling when you have just been sitting for a really long time. Your hips are, um, hips are tight. Your back is tight. If you didn't get a great night's sleep and you like slept funny, like these are just little things. It's like your own PT on the road for you. So even if you don't know how to do like specific physical therapy exercises, sitting down on a lacrosse ball or laying down on that little peanut, boom, you just automatically feel great. So I just keep it with me whenever I go anywhere. But in that goodie bag, I also keep, I'm a very like routine based kind of person. So Max said, we're only here for a day, right? But there are certain things that I don't like to break because that's just things that A, make me happy and B, keep my body in a consistent like pattern. I know that I'm going to get food. I know that I'm going to get movement. I know that I'm going to get certain things. So I keep my collagen and my BCAAs and electrolytes with me. Um, collagen, I throw in my coffee. Uh, I have that like first thing when I wake up in the morning and because I do it every single morning when I wake up, I want it when I wake up in another place too. So even if it's like I'm in another country and I don't know what food I'm going to get that day and I don't know what I'm going to drink, at least I know like I have my, my thing that I, I really love and I look forward to. So that's my routine. BCAAs, I just drink when I work out. Those are branched chain amino acids. It's going to help um, replenish any sort of muscle breakdown when you're working out, but also like the electrolytes and getting that back in your body when you're sweating a lot can really help when you're on the plane. And they're just really easy to, you know, aside from like the weird looks that you get when you go through TSA, uh, they're really easy to keep with you and they just help you like maintain that I, this is me and this is what I do mentality whenever you're traveling. So keep, get your own goodie bag. I like thinking about what is the thing that makes you happy. That's yeah. a nice way to think about routines. Um, and Max, how about you? The things that I can't travel without? Oh man. Um, I probably, okay, two things. One, noise canceling headphones. Those are, I don't know how I traveled without those. Like when you realize how noisy the plane is until you put them on. Yeah. I was, this is the first time in my life this has ever happened. I was sitting on an airplane yesterday flying from LA to Charlotte and I've never seen this. Somebody was, the person sitting right next to me was actually watching like a movie on her iPhone, but without headphones. And I didn't have the heart to be like, uh, you're not really supposed to do that on an airplane. <laughs> but Poor taste. yeah. So I just put in my noise canceling headphones and I kept to myself. You know, it, was, it wasn't that long of a flight, but yeah, they're a go they're a godsend. Um, that noise is like so draining; it's just so taxing. And so, um, so I, I those, and then I always travel with snacks. Like I always have like a buffer, at least like a meal's worth of snacks in my in my bag. And I also appreciate what you said about snacks not having to be snack foods. I travel with. Like staples for me, I travel with like low sugar, like beef jerkies, always in my bag. I bring, I also get weird looks from TSA. I carry like sardines in my bag, like <laughs> in a can, in a can. Um, and what I just, do you do with those? Tell us about what you do with those. Well, I don't eat them on an airplane, so don't worry about that. Yeah, I'm self-aware enough to know that you should not eat those on an airplane or within close proximity. Although you may have wanted to combat that woman. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should have, right? Sardines, all right. Yeah. Level um, up. <laughs> yeah, so I won't eat them on an airplane. Um, although I've actually never found them to smell, which is something that maybe it's the brand that I buy, but okay, I digress. Um, so always, yeah, like a buffer's worth of like, you know, like food so that if I can't find a healthy meal anywhere, you know, if I'm in like an, an emergency situation, then I have like a meal's worth of food, you know, whether it's like nuts or, 
you know, I'll bring some kale chips, a healthy source of protein, like always in my bag, like I've got snacks. Great. So let's talk about those foods. What is the one food that you wouldn't travel without? I know that, um, that you spoke about seeds, but is there anything else? Um, I pretty much always have a banana and nuts on me as well. Sometimes I said, I'll put a whole avocado in my bag. Um, beverage wise, I always have my stainless steel water bottle on me though. I think that's number one after the seeds. Hydration is one of the first things to go when people travel. And it's so important for keeping up our energy levels. And again, for that digestion that we just talked about. And I really never want to find myself in a situation where I have to buy a plastic water bottle either. That's just not in line with um, what I practice. And so that's always in my bag. I, I budget time to get to the airport early to go refill that bottle because the tea, uh, flight attendants can be a little bit stingy about water on planes. So I want to make sure I've got my bottle full. And Rebecca, any energizing snacks you always have with you? Well, I like to eat my food um, and eat my water. So I always <laughs> carry fruit with me. Um, watermelon is my favorite because it's like you're a huge splash in your face and it's just really, really delicious. But I also travel with dark chocolate because another thing that makes me happy and I'm like, this is my thing that I have before I go to bed. And while I'm not going to have it on the plane, like I want that every single night before I go to bed on my trip. And I don't know if, if I don't like find it on the street when I'm out doing whatever I'm doing that day or if I'm busy, like I know before I go to bed and two hours before I go to bed and <laughs> hopefully or like after my meal like I just have that and especially if it's like your favorite kind it's like those little things that remind you of home and like your normal routine my rule of thumb is like if I have fruit it needs a vehicle to go with it to help digest so I always either have a nut butter like in the little packets to go take your own if you have a, a container um or just pick up some actual raw nuts make sure that they're they're hopefully not like going to be coated in sugar or coated in salt because that's just kind of defeating the purpose of what you're trying to achieve. Um, so make it something like you actually enjoy and then you have your fruit. So it's like, you know, you get something you like and then you're doing good things and you feel awesome. <laughs> what is the first thing that you do when you get to a hotel? Max, do you want to start? Oh man, I probably will hydrate. Yeah, drink some water, um, change immediately into like gym shorts and like athleisure gear or whatever and go for a walk if I can. Um, cause you know, I've been just like sitting all day in like this airplane like seat and I'm six one. So, you know, those seats are not that comfortable. Um, and, uh, and yeah, just try to get some, like some movement, some activity. Like if I don't, if I don't like, I just can't, I've, I'm miserable if I go to bed feeling like I didn't move all day. So it'll usually just be like a walk or, um, yeah. And then the hydration thing I think is crucial as well. Well, Rebecca, how about you? Uh, I preload my classes that I want to take. Uh, have you guys, who knows Peloton? <laughs> yeah, cool. Um, so I, I'm an instructor for Peloton. Um, and the cool thing is, is like we have this outdoor um, part of our app, which basically has these pre-recorded walks, runs, walk and runs um, that you can listen to. There's a playlist. We're in your ear, like coaching you on what to do to speed up, slow down, how to move. Um, and so sometimes I'm like, if I'm feeling like I just need a little extra pep, I get to work out with my friends. I, I keep my routine. I have that accountability. I already have something programmed. I know how long it's going to be. So having it like preloaded and not have, having to worry about downloading it or using my data when I'm traveling. It's really easy to get out there and feel like you already have somebody with you that you know and you work out with them when you go. Um, and also having music to go along. Like just 
you know in the movies when you see somebody like walk down the street and there's a back like a soundtrack playing and you're like oh that must feel like really good well that's how I feel when I travel so I'm like I have music in my ears and a friend and I'm exploring a new place and it just becomes yeah exactly it feels like you're like in this part of your life that you're never gonna forget so uh, it does feel really good to just move and you don't have to make it a workout but at least just get some like blood flowing get your joints mobilized again because it is gonna feel good um, but the first thing I do like when I get to my hotel room is just actually stretch like lay down do the pretzel um do the weird things that you maybe didn't want to do in the airport or in your seat um spinal waves head cars neck cars everything like that so um if you don't know what i'm talking about you can jump on the peloton app and just stretch with me there too so yeah those are my favorites I usually check out the amenities at a hotel. So I'll check out the menu, see if there's going to be food that I want to eat there. Um, if there's, if I have to be up really early in the morning, if I'm traveling for work, I, I will order food the night ahead. And like at Weston, you can stick the little card on the front door or I'll call ahead because I find that the biggest impediment to people living well, eating well, whether that's while you're traveling or at home is just, again, not planning. So I always plan ahead. I'm like, this is what I'm going to have for breakfast the next morning. I'll check out the gym. I'll see if there are any fitness classes at the hotel that I want to try and if I'm able to fit those into my schedule. Uh, then I'll usually open up a map or talk to the concierge and see if there's any cool attractions in the area that I can walk to. Again, I'm really into intuitive movement when you're traveling. So really getting out and moving your body in in ways that are sometimes different from what you're doing at home. Um, so here, maybe I would go ask the run concierge the best way to get down to the beach. So now you mentioned um, getting ready, having your breakfast all ready to go. That's one great strategy. Um, what are other great tips or ways that you guys navigate um, eating meals when you're on the go and um, in restaurants or smaller meals or snacks? What are, what are your best tips for travel? So uh, number one, I think... It's, it can be hard to be eating out all of the time at, at restaurants when you're traveling. I think even when we look at a menu and we think something's healthy, um, it's probably loaded with added sugar or salt, um, and that is why it tastes better than anything that you make at home. Um, but those are things that can end up... Uh, causing some tr trouble when you're traveling a lot of the time, whether that be from messing up your digestion to bloating to those blood sugar spikes and crashes that we talked about. So I advise clients to um, be really discerning about menus. Uh, again, here you don't have to as much. They've got amazing options, but it's, it's your dollar. So don't be hesitant to ask about what is put into a meal. So some easy swaps that I like to make, I'm a huge breakfast person, as you just heard. And whether you're eating oatmeal or pancakes or waffles, a really easy swap is to, um, add nut butter as opposed to something like maple syrup or honey again, which is just added sugar. It's going to cause those blood sugar spikes. Um, if we're talking about smoothies, uh, I'm usually replacing a fruit juice with a non-dairy unsweetened milk um, sauces and um, dressings you can I, I ask again what are they made with asking a lot of ingredients which can irritate servers but it's your body so <laughs> you're entitled to that um, and going for always more whole foods options when possible. Can you add some olive oil? Can you add some lemon juice? Can you get um, some a guacamole or a salsa or, or something? Um, those are all good swaps. But big picture, again, 
you're traveling, you want to enjoy yourself. I don't want people obsessing too much. So as opposed to thinking what you should take away from your meals, I always ask, what can you add to your meals? Can you get a side of vegetables to make it a little bit more complete to get your produce in there? Can you add that big salad that Max was talking about? Can you add some avocado for healthy fat? Can you, can you get some seeds? Can you sprinkle on your own seeds, which you'll hopefully be traveling with now? <laughs> I always prepare like over prepare so when I um, travel especially for a longer period of time if it's like f- four days or longer I do a ton of research ahead so that I know okay where's the closest grocery store where if there's a farmer's market and I'm going to be in any city pretty much around the world on the weekends there's a farmer's market in a city um, so I can go pick up like a piece of fruit some veggies I can snack on them keep it in my bag and just go but for example, like when I landed here yesterday, there's a there's a grocery store a five minute walk away. So I grabbed some sparkling water, I grabbed a piece of fruit. Um, it's just really helpful to have it in your mini bar so that you're not tempted to like smash the mini bar later. Um, it's also friendly on your wallet. And then you just have those already there. You like decided that, yeah, I'm going to stick to some sort of healthy routine. I have the options here. And then you can take them on the go. So if you're going out for a long day of exploring, if it's not a business trip, even if it is, like you have those things at your hand that you normally would eat on the regular. And then I also do this thing where I I create a, um, a saved list, like a hit list of the restaurants of anywhere I'm going. So I knew exactly where I was gonna order from last night. It was farm to table. I knew that I had like a fish option, a chicken option, a vegetable option. And there were things that like I was excited about, but I also knew that they were still gonna be um, really healthy and like something that I would enjoy. So I think just the more prepared you are and like do it, guys, like it takes five minutes to jump on uh, like maps and like type in whatever it is that you're going to look for and then just save it so that you know, okay, it's a five minute walk or I can call it in and, and, uh, and pick it up. Or it's going to be a place where I'm going to go really dig in one night here. And then you have other options and then hit up the locals. Yeah. All those things I would, um, definitely concur. I would, um, you know what I think eating out is a, it's a big part of like travel, you know, experiencing local cuisine, Um, so I'm not afraid of like going to restaurants and I always try to look for the healthiest things on those menus. And for me, I feel like it's generally pretty easy actually to, to try to construct something given what the restaurants have available. I mean, you're always going to be able to find, you know, a piece of fish grilled or a piece of red meat. You know, if I'm eating, uh, I talk all the time about like grass fed beef and how, you know, I think valuable it is from a nutritional standpoint, but you're not going to find that generally when traveling. Um, so, but you know, one, one interesting thing to note, because I think like nuance is important, you know, if you speaking about red meat, for example, what a cow eats really dictates the health quality of its fat. So if you're eating a lean piece of meat, like a filet mignon or like, you know, a leaner cut of meat, we're not talking about burgers, then it actually matters less whether or not the cow is grain fed versus grass fed. So if you're in a restaurant, you can find a lean piece of meat or fish or a chicken breast and then have some greens with that veggies or that that salad i think that's all that's all good you know i mean it's not one meal or even a week's worth of meals that's going to have any impact on your health in the big picture right it's like what you're eating day in and day out in your normal everyday life this is the same way that one week of eating healthy isn't going to change your health for the better it's not going to you know you're not going to get shredded 
from a week's worth of dieting, right? Like those crash diets don't work. So I think, you know, it's important to just kind of like have these kind of like tips and uh, and this knowledge sort of in the back of your mind so that once you finally like arrive to your destination, you can just kind of like play jazz with the environment a little bit. And then, you know, uh, as Rebecca said, like I think the um, the notion to like hit up a local supermarket, I do that all the time. Many hotels um, will have a refrigerator in the room or provide you with one. Actually, if you call and ask the front desk, they'll usually like wheel one up because, you know, expecting mothers like sometimes need a fridge. So many hotels have like portable fridges. You can always go to your local supermarket and get things like perishable fresh foods to keep in your fridge. So I do that as well very frequently. I'll hit up the local uh, health food store. I'll get maybe some, you know, some fresh fruit or uh, I don't know, some like some sliced like, you know, protein that I can like snack on if I'm like feeling hungry. So, yeah, I always find a way to make it work. I think it's pretty easy, but, you know, as Whitney said, planning is is a crucial part of the equation. What is the one healthy travel tip that you wish that everybody would follow? Let's wrap it up there if you guys can either something that you said before or um or a new tip. I think just treating travel like any other day of your life. I think too often people go to these uh, extremes, whether they're extremely regimented and, you know, if they don't have the exact food you need or that fridge or nothing on the menu and people freak out. Um, and then on the other side of the spectrum, there's some people who like to go uh, balls to the wall <laughs> and just anything goes, eating anything you want, um, not exercising, and then coming back from vacation feeling like you need another vacation because you feel so crappy. Um, so I just advise people treat it like every day of your life. You know, you're going to try to stick to your routines as much as possible because that's what makes you feel good. Um, but have some flexibility in there. Have some flexibility to experience the new place you're in. Try a new local cuisine. Um, do an exercise that maybe is not going to be the most ideal for muscle building or cardio busting, but it sounds really fun. Um, yeah. My w number one tip that I hope everyone follows is know where you're going and like go with an open mind to try everything there. So it's like, bringing um your routine into where you're where you're headed so if you're heading to the mountains maybe go mountain climbing maybe go hiking do something that's going to be local eat locally um and you're going to enjoy your trip that much more if it's for business if it's short keep your routine as much as you can but don't be afraid to like expose yourself to as much as you can of the place that you're going where what it has to offer um you're, you're going to feel better if you have some sort of routine that you bring with you that makes you feel like you in this new place. So prepare, start getting your calendars out, get a spreadsheet, be cool. Yeah, I love that. I would say um, above all, have fun. Uh, and if you don't have very specific uh, weight goals in mind, i.e. if you're not a fitness competitor, I would say don't count calories. Don't look at the scale. You're probably going to overindulge. But, you know, if anything, that's going to be good for your metabolism, overindulging. You know, you might gain a little bit of weight. A lot of that's just going to be water weight, you know, when you're, when you're in, indulging in, in uh, you know, vacation foods. And then when you come back, it's not like your one-week vacation is going to affect your baseline levels of hunger when you get back into your normal food environment. So, I would say don't worry about it. Whatever, you know, water weight you gain or even if you gain a little bit of fat or even a little bit of muscle because, you know, you're working out ideally still when you're traveling, 
don't worry about it. Just have a good time and then, um, you know, and try to reach for those nutrient-dense foods at the same time. But again, uh, don't obsess over weight, calories, anything like that. Because once you get back to your normal day-to-day life and you go back to your habits and your routine, um, everything's going to go back to the way it was. So... Fantastic. You guys, thank you so much. Um, Weston, thank you so much for having us. Thank you very much, everyone. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you guys so much.